Blog Talk Radio. You're bad for me. I clearly get it. I don't see how something good could come from loving you. The death of me must be your mission. Cause with every hug and kiss, you're snatching every bit of strength that I'm gonna need to fight off the inevitable. And it's a heartbreaking situation. I'm up in, but I can't control. You're just like poison, slowly moving through my system, breaking all of my defenses with time. You're just like poison, and I just don't get it. How could something so deadly feel so right? I'm not sure what to do. It's the cat 22, cause the cure is found in you. I don't want it, but I do. You're just like poison. My affliction, I'm addicted. I can't lie. Kiss me one more time before I die. You ain't right. Take me higher than that high. It's a size in my body. Me. 
what we're saying. Let's give a little, a little yeah, bit of applause so we can play like we got this right the first time. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 And then Kitu made me my little stuff stand up, and then I got all moss, and then I had to go get me some water, and I calmed down, and I put the show back on block, and we got callers already hanging out. We talking about sex tonight, and not just any kind of sex. We're talking about good sex. We're talking about how women can have good sex. Stimulating sex, full body sex, orgasmic sex. We ain't talking about just getting your thighs wet and somebody having to go get the little warm towel. No, we're talking about something <laughs> a lot better than that. He too, my goddess and my other goddess, Miss Ashley, are you guys there? Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. You're both there. Okay. Seems like we got I am. one. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to make sure she on there. 3460, are you there? Unmute yourself. Don't be scared, 3460. I, I hope she ain't scared. But we got 30, is 3460, are you there? Well, you know what? We're going to keep on riding. We're going to keep riding. I'm pretty sure she's going to come back on because I got, I got, if I need to call her directly, I got my two hours set. If we go two hours, if we don't, we just going to get it in how we can. Now, we started off talking about different types of things that people are missing from their sexual uh, experiences, and in particular women. Now, men, too, they don't have it fully the way that they're supposed to. They think just because they're uh, ejaculating that they're having a full orgasmic experience when actually they're just having a biological occurrence that happens once, you know, that, you know, your penis gets hard and all of the fluid starts to come out into that area. It's best not even uh, the half of it when it comes to women. Let's go ahead and start talking about this oral thing because we were talking about oral sex before we left. We were talking about there being cunnilingus, which is sexual gratification to the woman by the mouth. Uh, and uh, fellatio, which is sexual gratification by the mouth to the penis for the man. Now, a lot of people say that it is not a, a necessity. Some people say that that's just like an added part of it, and I actually had one person, uh, other on Periscope, who uh, told me on Inbox on Facebook that she actually cannot have a, a good sexual experience unless she has a long oral uh, happening to lubricate herself, and I think that that is just not right. What do you have to say about that, Ashley? Um, I'm sorry. I was trying to get Keith back on. She says she's on the line, but she doesn't know why we can't hear her. Okay. Um, sorry, well, I got distracted because I was trying to get her. Okay. But I'm going um, to call her directly. Tell her I'm going to call her directly, and um, I got her number, and she'll go into a wait, and then we'll introduce her back. Okay. Now, ask me that again. What What's going on with the lady? She said what? She is ha- having to have uh, sex uh, orally in order to get ex- her body to be wet enough to have the sexual experience. Now, whether or not I, – I know that uh, medically that that is – something's not happening. Something's blocked, and I think there was some introduction – 
between either you or Kitu about her uh, this possibly being a chakra uh, shutdown, that she's not got a chakra that's fully engaged in some way when your body just physically doesn't respond appropriately to being stimulated. Your body should normally lubricate itself, and that is different from an orgasm, if you could help explain it. Go ahead and tell us about those orgasms. Mm -hmm. Now, that will raise a bunch of other questions to me medically because I know that um, a lot of older women, they don't self-lubricate like they used to. What does that be? Because they're going through menopause um, or they've had a hysterectomy. They don't get moist like they would normally do. Um, mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that I know it's a shameless plug. But one of my sweet box teeth, uh, one of my clients, she might be on the phone, one of my clients, one of my sisters, she will tell mm-hmm. you that that tea will get you wet. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think... She might not be into it because, you know, women, we're more, it's more of a mental thing for us, a mental stimulation. I can't even talk because I'm drunk. But it's more mental for us, whereas for men, I know we had one brother that say that it has to be mental for him too. But majority of the time for a man, if you just butt naked or you got a fat ass, he's going mm-hmm. to be ready to have sex. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. for a female, we have to be physically attractive. You have to smell good. And we use all five senses, six mm-hmm. if you got that third eye on fleek. Um, so I would have to talk to her more to see what her issue is because it's a number of things on why she's not getting wet. Mm-hmm. Kitu, are you there? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear I the call. You. Yes, you're on, and we can hear you very clearly. I'm sorry about that before. I I showed your number open, but it just for some reason didn't open it up. So glad you could come back with us. And you were kind of giving us the one, two, threes uh, on the twos and threes on the oral uh, when we (laughs) left. And um, you were saying that there is just like oral sex for you is just, just kind of basic. It's not even a part of the... Is it foreplay for you, or uh, what were you saying? I mean, for me to receive it is is very boring. So uh, I prefer not to receive it. It it really takes a special person to know what they're doing uh, for me Mm -hmm. to be excited about it because it's it's just regular. It's not interesting for me. But Mm -hmm. regular sex is not interesting for me because it, it takes a little more for me to be stimulated. Okay, so um, explain that because explain that because we need to be yeah, very clear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we in we in the grown zone now. When you say it is just you know because they don't know what they're doing. What are men doing that is not making it happen down there? Well, I mean it's it's not what they're not doing. It's the fact that it's been done, and so I'm mm. I'm, I'm done with it. So it mm. takes much more uh, intellectually. It takes more physically for me to be turned on. So mm. normal penetration is not my turn on. Mm. Okay. Uh, what is yeah. then? I'm 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 needing to know. I got my pen out. I need to know because I think that you are not alone when it comes to women because, the, I, you know, before we went to break, and I think I still have him here, I think this is him who uh, was not braggadocious, 99.85, are you there? <laughs> uh, 99.85. Uh, 
Okay. That may not have been him, but we had a young man on earlier who was saying that, you know, he got that five mouth. He got that mouth <laughs> where he can make some stuff happen. 8286, is that you with the five mouth? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. This is Joe. Okay, Joe. Hey, you ain't Joe. got no five mouth? Joe ain't got no five miles. Oh, I, no, no, no. I'm good at what I do, but no, I, I, I'm not going to brag on it about that because it takes a lot with the chemistry and the person. So mm-hmm. I think that's reserved for special people, not everybody. Okay. So yeah, the lady said that, that you got, yeah. the, she was just saying that it takes more for her. Do you know what women want when it comes to giving her cunnilingus? And if so, can you articulate that for us? And then they can tell you if you're wrong, because we got the queen and the goddess <laughs> on here, you know, to say, Mm-mm, that's not it. Well, why y'all putting me on the spot? I just got on. But uh, basically, uh, it's, you definitely have to be in tune with the person. And you, I guess you have to spend time with them as well to find out the likes and dislikes. And once you build up a column of likes, that's what you focus on, and then a column of new stuff. So likes and new stuff always bring excitement, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just, it's different licks for different folks. I can't really explain it. Mm. He cannot really explain it, and I think that a lot of the reasons why we women aren't uh Satisfied is because men are just not, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not jumping on you, Joe. So don't even go, don't get upset. But men just don't. They're not. They're action-driven people, and they take instruction well. A lot of men said on other shows that they like to be instructed on what to do. So, uh, Kitu, if you had to instruct a man on what to do in that area, and then we're going to go to the opposite, the fellatio. What what exactly would you instruct him to do? Just if you could just do a basic uh, uh, box eater, uh, one, two, three, and four. Like what, 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 what do they need to do? Well, every woman is different, and that's mm-hmm. the one thing about our sexuality is that what one woman what brings one woman to orgasm may not bring another woman to orgasm. Uh right. as I wanted to say to that lady uh that that was speaking earlier um that you that had been on a previous periscope with you I think. Um mm-hmm. her 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 clitoris may not be where she has a normal orgasm. She may right. actually have what is called uh, her her cervix may be in another direction. Mm-hmm. Some people are um, some people are posterior. Some women are posterior, and some women's uh, canals are are or anterior. It depends on how it's angled, how their cervix is angled. So, mm-hmm. if a woman is more posterior, she may actually have an orgasm in her rectum. Mm-hmm. And other women who are more their their cervix faces more toward their the front, uh, more toward their their abdomen, they may be more clitoral. So there are different ways of achieving orgasm for different women. I myself, mm-hmm. for some a man to directly stimulate me on my clitoris is not a turn on for me because I'm not made that way. And mm-hmm. so right. my 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 uh, orgasms do begin in my rectum, and I understand that. So he has to approach me differently. There are men that that can that can perform oral sex very well. I know they can, and they have. 
But that does not bring me to orgasm because I do not receive an orgasm through direct clitoral stimulation. And as mm. women's bodies get older and as they have children, things change. But mm-hmm. once women um, are doing vo- uh, what's called breast projection, um, they're doing uh, Kundalini projection, and they start dealing with the tantric art, my goal is to have a full body orgasm and not a clitoral orgasm. And some Girl, women are stuck in just that one area of their body. So if a man mm-hmm. is only going to do oral sex on me, that is what I call vanilla is boring. That is only a clitoral orgasm. That is not a full body orgasm. It's not a full body experience for me. So that's why I said it takes someone very special. For me, doing BDSM, I'm for the whole. Um, I'm for the whole intellectual, spiritual, and physical aspect of the experience. So the performance is what gets me engaged. It mm-hmm. needs to be a full performance for me. You don't have to directly penetrate me for me to come to orgasm. So that's what makes it so different. It's everyone is different. What they do is different to make them achieve orgasm. And for me, it is the performance. It's the visual. It's the physical act. It is the bondage. It is watching someone else get off or someone else receiving what they consider pleasurable, even if it's in the form of pain. That is my my thing. And another guy may not like that, and that's absolutely fine. Yeah, it's a sense for bondage, domination, sadist, and masochism. I'm not into the S and M, I'm on the B and the D. Okay. Mm-hmm. On the side of the Ashley wants you. Look, girl. Uh-huh. Okay. So see, I was always dudes like I like to choke women while I'm hitting it and I'd be like, The fuck you're not gonna choke me? Excuse my language. Mm. Um but I had it done, and I was like, hold on, I kind of like that. <laughs> mm. But I don't do the BDSM. But that, that does, I see what she's saying with that. And mm-hmm. um, I found out who Bombhead is. He just inboxed mm-hmm. me and revealed right. himself, and I'm like, oh, All my right. God. All <laughs> right his now. last four is 0470. 0470. Let's see, 0470. You're on the air. Now, you got that bomb head. Now, is this bomb head? Out of practice. <laughs> so, and I, and, I, and I have always said this on the show, and I think that this, uh, it, this needs to be repeated. It is a good starter, in my opinion, in my empress opinion, for a man to start off telling me about his mouth skills when Everybody has a mouth, you know, and I know every man has a penis, but I'm needing you to have an introduction of what you're going to do that is not about something that I can do to you. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not lesbian phobic. I'm not homophobic. I'm none of those phobias. But when a man introduces himself in a sexual way to a woman saying, oh, I got that fire, uh, let me tell you that or let me get a little resume or something. Don't you know that um, women um, may 
fake orgasm or don't you know that, you know, just like my sister just said, she's not orgasmically peaked by oral sex? I think my experience came from an early age. I started watching porno at like 10, 11 years old. And uh, my first sexual experience was at 14. But up until my sexual experience, you know, I watched porno, I was playing with myself. I can remember uh, busting my, well, having a, my first orgasm watching porno, and I didn't know what it was. I'm like, what? I thought something mm-hmm. broke, something bust. I don't know <laughs> what happened. So I ran downstairs, and, you know, I was talking to my uncle, like, you know, poke it, poke it, man. I don't know. Look, what's this, what's this, what's this? And he's like, oh, fool, you just busted a nut, you know? <laughs> and so, you know, from that moment on, it's like, wow, that's a good feeling. I like that. So, you know, continuing on through my child, like, you know, teenage years, I, I watched porn, I studied it, and then when I finally started getting into the sexual acts of it, it's like it became an art form for me. And, mm-hmm. you know, as I got into my manhood, I started learning things and learning the female body. And when I say I got the fire head, it's, it's basically me being – in tune with the woman's body. I, I asked questions growing up. You know, it wasn't just, oh, I'm going to get it in, stick it in, and we're going to do it. You know, I, I basically sat down with a pen and paper, not so much literally, but, you know, really just mm-hmm. getting that in my mind, like what the woman likes. Now, mm-hmm. what makes my head a little different, I've developed this trick, and I know that women like, you know, vibrator sex, you know, not so much penetration, but around the clitoris. So when I'm uh, giving a female some head, I've learned how to make my whole head vibrate. It's it's a certain thing that I do. (laughs) It's a certain thing that I do when my whole head will vibrate and I hum and I'm sucking and licking. You got to hum. Yes. So on top of of humming, my whole head is vibrating, and usually at that time, the legs come in because it's clenching. It's like, whoa, it's a feeling they really ain't never felt before. So when they clench my head with their thighs and it's vibrating and I'm humming and I'm sucking and I'm licking, it's sloppy. And I'm going to straight up tell you like this here. When you fresh out the shower, them groceries are a goner. <laughs> straight up. You know what I mean? I, I explore, I explore the, the, you know, the female body. And a lot of guys, they be like, oh, no, nah, I don't do that. I don't do that. I'm nasty. I do that shit. You know what I'm saying? So... You know, it's, it's it's all a part of. Well, but what makes that nasty? That doesn't make that nasty. That's that's not nasty. Well, no, no. That's okay. Like, as, as far as when I say yeah, when I say nasty, I mean I explore every bit of sex as far as you know uh, natural sex as far as man and you know man and a woman naturally. A lot of mm-hmm. society put a, a a stigma on certain parts of sex like say, eating the groceries, you know what I'm saying? Now, of course you don't do that shit whenever, it's, whenever you, you know, just butt all dirty. No, no, you fresh out the shower, that's just like licking your arm, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's all part of sex. So that's what I meant when I said I have that fire head. I really don't even expect this is the first time that someone outside of my person I'm dealing with have ever heard that? Cause I'm pretty sure there ain't too many guys that know that trick, you know, because it takes a lot of. Baby, it's, you is it's having a, a mini seizure. <laughs> you is having a mini seizure. Yeah, I mean, dude, say he is making his whole head vibrate at this. Oh my! I mean, okay, you know, 
I want to interject on that because I remember being in a room full of guys, and I'm not into women, but uh, in a room full of guys having to teach them how to give a woman head. And that was exactly what I told them to do was to hum. And she got off in less than two minutes. And, I, you know, and they were like, I didn't know it could be done like that. I'm like, yeah, hum, you vibrate. I mean, you just, mm. you've given her, you, you put, you have vibrators that you put on your penis for her while you're doing <laughs> oh her. So what, what, why wouldn't you turn your face, your mouth into a vibrator for her? Vibrator. You know, because I know some okay. guys get tired. Mm-hmm. Some guys get tired mm-hmm. with their tongue. You know, they think all they got to do is lick a lollipop and they get tired. And I'm right. like, that's because you're not using all your muscles. You're using the wrong muscles. You need to put your whole face, your whole neck. You got to put your shoulders into it, your forehead, the tip of your nose. And Maybe because a woman. You're going to do an exam after a while. Wait a minute. Yes, that's basically what it is. Yes, you got to get your two, you got to get your two, your three, your four fingers and stick them inside of her and find that spot on the inside of her clitoris. You got to give her. A cervical orgasm. You got mm-hmm. to find that bone. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that I mean, okay, that, so you know, when into the floor. Yes, that's that's they helping her. When someone receives a, a yoni massage, what some people think is masturbation on the clitoris, a yoni mm-hmm. massage is literally going internally into the vaginal area and finding mm-hmm. that spot that actually mm-hmm. helps awaken the yoni along with opening mm-hmm. the, the heart chakra and everything else. But yoni massage mm-hmm. is just that. It's like, a, it's like a freaking exam, but it's pleasurable. And you are okay. massaging right. that whole diamond area. And when a man is okay. giving head, that's what he got to know. He's got to know that. If he don't know it, it don't mean anything. You can make a woman squirt just by knowing that. And men who know, know how to make women squirt, they know how to give some bomb head. They can make a woman squirt, and she would have thought she was done. And make her squirt three and four and five times, and she may not even like that man. Mm-hmm. And no, just he knew the spots to hit to get that moisture to come down, and for her to, mm-hmm. for her to open up. I need some water. Hold on, hold on. Girl, get you some water, girl. Get you some water. I got some vodka right here. Okay, so we we have talked about oral sex, and we've also, you know, uh, okay. And let me focus. Okay, so we've been talking about cunnilingus. But let's now talk about fellatio before we go to the next topic, which is size, you know, mattering. Because, you know, somebody done lied to these men, and I, I feel like they've lied to them, <laughs> talking about size no matter. Yes, they hell it does. But anyway, we're going to yes, talk about fellatio. It does. And so when you talk about um, fellatio, we're talking about a woman pleasuring a man. And I've heard men say... <laughs> You know, she got sloppy head. She don't know what she's doing. Uh, it's too many teeth. I felt like I've been in a blender. Uh-uh. You know, all kind of things. Um, a blender. <laughs> see, a, a blender. I have heard it Sharon. all. Now let's see. I have. I have, heard, I have heard men sloppy say. Sloppy head. Right. That's called, that is the term for that is called sloppy toppy. And men like that. Now, at first, I didn't look like, oh, that's too sloppy. Oh, that's nasty. It needs to be dried up a little bit. No. I have never heard a dude say, we need to wipe this up. That, sit on it some more. The sloppier, right. the better. Right. But for now, us, I'm like, 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 like,
I've heard the men say that a woman can have too many waters uh, or have too much, you know, going down there. And I, I kind of understand it if he don't know what he's doing. But I, right. or I if he little, if he tiny, if he little. <laughs> yeah, no men say that. No last men say that. When they got big dicks, they need you to be as wet as possible. Right. They, oh, yeah. Right. That's a little man that's going to float in the water regardless. He he float in the bathtub. <laughs> Who is this? Who is that? I, <laughs> that's Kid Okay, let's Girl. open up a couple of the lines. I identify you by the last four digits of your phone number. You can just say, hey, how you doing? I'm enjoying the show. And as soon as I opened up that line, they hung up. Listen, I'm just trying to hear what you got to say. Don't hang up on me. 8730-8730, are you there and can you hear me? Yes, yes, I'm here. Okay, and I hear yes. bass in your voice, so I'm assuming that you're a man. Are you heterosexual? <laughs> yes, I am. Okay, <laughs> how you how you like your head? Like, tell us if we're correct. You want to slap it? Like, what you want? Well, first of all, I just want to tell y'all, I was just listening to you guys, and uh, it's been interesting so far. But, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, the sloppier, the better. If it's, if it's wet, it's better. It's just like, you know, intercourse. It, we, a man likes the, that feeling or that sensation of intercourse the same as when, when somebody's giving him head. Uh, like mayonnaise or uh, macaroni cheese. I heard macaroni cheese. Okra. Okra, girl. Okra. 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 Is that right? Is is we on the right track? We just trying to learn. Yeah, so, okay, okay. So well, actually, we actually, to... I'm, I'm learning a little bit myself because I'm, I'm, you know, I've never been in the room with uh, other people like other than the person that I've been with. So, you know, this is very. Entertaining for me. I'm giving. I'm, I'm giving. Taking notes. Trust me. This is this is not entertaining. This is informational. This is informational. Well, it's informational. I, I, I and, and listen and, and just be real careful when you learn these things from the goddess and from and from the queen because you know we don't want your girl to think you cheating. You just tell them that you went to the empire class and you learn how to get a bomb head. Okay, forty nine okay. twenty nine. Forty nine twenty nine. Are you there? Can you hear me? Don't be scared. Four nine two nine. Okay, you don't. Yes, come on. I'm. In, I'm just okay. enjoying the show. Thank just you. The show. Okay, <laughs> yeah. well, I'm glad you. I'm glad you joined us. And listen, this is not a dirty show. This is about what people need to know that can enhance their relationships. I'm gonna tell you something. A lot of people step out. And they absolutely are in love with the person that they're with, but they have horrible sex. They have unengaged sex. They have uh, non-orgasmic sex. They have interactions in the most intimate way with this person, and they're unfulfilled. And then they go meet a stranger who has no connectivity to some of the main chakras of of, of themselves, and they had a bomb sex. Why do you think that is? It's because we're not having enough conversations about what we need to have happen in the bedroom. 8286, do you have any questions for a queen and goddess about this bomb head that we learned about? Uh, No, I have no questions. I'm listening (laughs) and learning. Okay, listening. They just listening and learning from y'all. Go ahead. I want to comment on that last statement that you made because um, 
a man in my life that's very close to me. I don't even want to say who he is because I shared this post on my personal page, and I know mm-hmm. I got family listening, so I'm kind of embarrassed mm-hmm. already, and I'm drunk. Um, but he told me that if he's in love with the woman, I think he's from that era where Kitu was talking about about that's nasty, you can't do that. He said that he mm-hmm. would never let a woman he was in love with give him head because that's nasty. Mm-hmm. But yeah. a chick that he didn't know, somebody that he just, he called them hoes. I don't like mm-hmm. that term. But he said mm-hmm. just some random hoes. He would let mm-hmm. do nasty stuff because that's what hoes do. Hoes do nasty stuff. But your wife mm-hmm. and your woman, she's not supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. Now, because he he is who he is, <laughs> I couldn't tell him, what mm-hmm. are you talking about? Mm-hmm. But right. I think that plays uh, uh, a lot of the upbringing. And we're taught that our body and doing certain things are nasty and disgusting. That's why a lot of people hold back, and then they seek outside. And then it made me think, well, you know what, maybe that's one of the reasons why a lot of older men probably cheat, because they feel like they don't want to tell the person they're in love with to do such, Mm quote-unquote, nasty things, because then they'll Mm -hmm. look at them different. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a lot of psychological issues (laughs) with sex. Mhm. Now, I I know that what we're talking about is just what we're learning to do to satisfy ourselves and satisfy our partners. Are there any nasty things that, you know, you just don't do that? Is you know, and I ain't talking about no animal. I ain't, we ain't finna go to that crazy stuff. <laughs> uh, I ain't talking about none of that. But Kitu, are are there any things that because you I'm not familiar with some of the alternative sexual practices in the BD element of P. Like I don't know all of those, <laughs> but I do know that there are some additional things that arouse people in those lifestyles that are just not ordinary, but it's not nasty. Are there any things that's just like uh uh-uh, uh we that you're not gonna get to do that or that is just oh not. no there are nasty things. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, there's a lot of nasty, there's a lot of, when she said nasty, it just said mm-hmm. some straight dangerous stuff that I won't do. Like, like I'm what? Just, like I can't. scatting, scatting. You said go Google that. I don't even want to say what that is, but go Google. Yeah, I don't, I don't oh. do, I don't do fecal matter. I don't, I don't do poop. Um, mm-hmm. That, that right there, you're not going <laughs> to get me to do poop. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, but there are some people into that, you know, that are right. into watching a woman shit and really i'm not fart. into that and fart huh? and pee this yeah, piss, piss, piss is not so bad i haven't had that request uh, another one i won't do is i won't let uh white men do ask me to beat them and i don't beat them i don't play that that role they want reverse um that reverse uh-huh. play thing going Flavor. on yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't. I can't do the pink people. I've tried. I just can't do the pink people. <laughs> Girl, um, she said pink. <laughs> I can't do can't do the shit. I can't do the pink people. Um, I'm not into. Uh, I had one guy ask me if he could if I would stick a rod into his penis for him. That would really turn mm-hmm. him on. Um. Uh, I don't do that very well with that kind of torture. It, it for them, pain is pleasure. Um, mm-hmm. Cutting people, I, there is a, a certain element of bloodletting that I allow, but I don't really seriously cut them. I'm not into it that deep. Uh, there's, mm-hmm. there's so mucus, vomit, 
Uh, there are some men who wanted me to vomit on them. I I haven't been able to um, do that. I mean, I can gag, but um, the vomit we we got to stop right there. So listen, first of all, I, I wait, a minute. wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Okay, first of all, first of all, first of all, like I ain't gagging. I gag. I'm just either gonna vomit when I got nauseated. Or not like that's not even related to sex to me. Like I don't want to. I don't want to even be choked. I don't want no light pressure on my neck. I don't. I, and I don't think there's well, they, they want you to throw up. They want to throw up. Want you to throw up while you're while you're giving them head. I mean, like Why? the cause of them to throw up. It it turns you them know on. What? They like that. Oh Some people they like that noise to hear you choking on their penis. Like if you deep throat them and your gag reflexes kind of kick in and you start, they like that noise. Mm-mm. First of all, they ain't but some got guys that like to vomit. They want to see you vomit. I, I know men personally who want a woman mm. to give him on a full stomach so he can stab her down the throat and she can throw up on him. That turns them on. I oh. promise you, I know these people. They exist in the world. Girl. Yeah. Look, I've watched some weird porn. That ain't no real... <laughs> I have actually never that that may be in porn. I'm not into porn, so I don't know. These are real life people. These are men who like to cause some type of torture. That's why I'm talking about the BD. I do the BD, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't do the S and the M. See that mm-hmm. S right. and M does they get into that. They get into the physical matter. They get into the vomiting. They they and get into insane. you know things <laughs> that are more painful. Sticking rods in a man's penis or sticking something up his butt. I mean, I've had men ask me to stick things up their butt, uh, and I'm not into that. Or, well, okay. they have sex with me while they let while I, I jam them in the ass with a, a dildo. Um, yeah, y'all probably saying, like, who the hell? You be meeting. But it's <laughs> all types of fetishes out there. And, and I'm, there not so being racist. I'm not being racist at all. Is these black men? These black men doing this? Some of them. Some of them. Good. Good. <laughs> you know what? The first time I've had a black man ask me some weird stuff that I normally get from a white man, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Where did mm. it come from? But it is true. There are some black men that they're low. They, I don't want to say they're down low, but they mm-hmm. like some, some suspect shit. And they're usually mm-hmm. married. Mm-hmm. And Yeah. And they can't go to the person that they're with and ask them to fulfill these things because they're embarrassed. So mm-hmm. they will come to someone that they know is very knowledgeable in the sexual areas and won't mm-hmm. judge them for the things that they like. Mm. So, well, yeah. one of one, uh, key two, I think you mentioned earlier about having uh, rectal or anal uh, stimulation more so than. Uh, clitoral and bio- biologically, it's innervated a lot more so than that area. For most people, it's the it's the end point of your spinal cord, which means it's the end point of you know your nervous you know uh, lengthening. So I can totally get and understand anal sex giving uh, women orgasms, but for some reason, women are well, the, the same women who say that they don't like to have oral sex on men are the same women who say that they don't like anal sex, and they are professional barbers 
and they can take it in the ass real good. They just don't want to say it because I think the men, and that's just my opinion on some of the you know shows that we've had because they all finally admit that they they like it, but they don't want to seem aberrant. And men who enjoy giving or having sex with their partner heterosexually, anally, they don't want to admit that because it has some type of gay uh, connotation to it when gay has nothing to do with anal sex with heterosexual people. It's just that don't go together. Like those are two different things. Do you think that women have uh, a problem with exploring anal Yes. I, I, I will definitely say that it can be a cultural and racial thing uh, that black right. women do. They're losing some of that. You know, they're not they're not holding on to it as much. But mm-hmm. I have been called by some black men, you know, oh, you letting that white side come out of me. And um, because I like things that they still associate with white women. And I'm like, this is not a black and white thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they just, you know, anal sex to me, I can see a man, this is because I've now experienced different things. I can see a man still being straight and being aware of where his, all of his erogenous zones are and not being mm-hmm. afraid by the one, not being afraid of being touched by the woman that he's comfortable with, the woman that he is, is fully connected to, um, mm-hmm. you know, letting her put her tongue there, letting her put her finger there. But if he was to share with his homeboys, he got to be a very confident man and say, nigga, I'm not gay. I like this yeah. shit. Because I promise you, you can send a man into orbit by putting two fingers into his ass while he is having an ejaculation. Most men, many men ejaculate but don't have a true orgasm. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said there's a difference between ejaculation and orgasm. Just like a woman can actually have uh, she can ejaculate and not have an orgasm. And so women can quote. Yeah, you need to give that man an uh, idea that you into that because you can't just do that and, 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 and don't think you're going to get uh, be waking up in the ICU. I think you, you cannot sneak. You, you, you can't be surprising nobody. No. Like a man can't just surprise me either. You have to build that trust. And a man has to be very confident with who he is as a man. So there are very a very select few that that will feel comfortable with me, and I feel comfortable with them. I know who they are, they and and they know how I feel about certain things. It's it's a level okay. of respect and trust that has to okay. be built. Zero 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 two, you're on the air. Can you hear me? I'm here. Of course I do. Okay. Okay. Do you want to share anything of agreement, disagreement? Any questions about this booty action where we're talking right now? Because I think, you know, I really think that, and I'm, you know, and maybe this is too much. I have my sponsor on the on the phone with me, and he usually would by this time say, "Sharon, don't say that." But the truth is, is that uh, anal sex is not that bad because I think it's the part of sex that women get to control more so than any other type of sexual positioning. Um, do you agree or disagree, ma'am? I'll say this. Anal sex puts us all on the same playing field. That's why it's awesome, because now all of us have the opportunity to be penetrated or not. You go oh. to a man, you say, how would you like to be penetrated every single time I see you? Those men are going to be like, fuck. 
fuck? No, I don't want that. I don't want that. And then you turn around and you look at them and you say, <laughs> no, let me tell you something. That's how I feel every time you want to penetrate my pussy. Mm. If you are not willing, if you're not up to, like, having that experience, to be penetrated is a very intimate, very vulnerable thing. And I think yeah. it's not until men can truly understand what it's like to be penetrated, um, then it's, there's something there. There's something, I think, for, for men to understand and explore and to have more understanding of why there might be an opportunity or, or time when a woman might say, you know what, right now I'm not wanting to be penetrated. So that, I, I feel like that's really important. The second thing is, um, according to studies that they've done, women who that engage in anal sex have about 90%, I think a little bit more than 90% chance of having an orgasm. Now, this is really interesting because if you just a woman just has vaginal sex, the percentage is at around 70, right? They're saying that, and I'm sorry, um, well, let's say that you include like the oral and all of that. You know, you're looking at the percentages; they're they're lower. If a woman engages in anal, she actually has more of a chance of having an orgasm. Now, why? Because women have to use their voice, have to speak up and say. They have to actually participate in it. With pussy yes. sex, guy just sticks mm-hmm. his dick in there. But with anal, a woman has to has to know her body, has to put her man in his place and say, "Hold up." Wait. So, oh, it's, baby, it's, she just said that. She said that uh, we have some control over this Duke area. Uh, we gonna ask some men what y'all think about that. Five one seven four. What you got to say about that? Lord Jesus, 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 help <laughs> us on this line. You know, I was listening. I've been waiting and debating to, to, to say something. But this is a, actually, I'm, I'm enjoying the call because it's very educational. I think it needs to be said. This is Mr. L. This is a, actually excellent that is talking about, especially talking about, um, um, even talk about oral sex and even to talk about um, anal sex, which is something that is a taboo in the black community. And so for someone to explain the educational side of it, and to explore, I think, is very, very important. And knowing that the, even in the, um, in the anus, there's more nerve endings there, so, of course, it's going to um, lead to more pleasure that's going to be um, exhibited when you reach orgasm. So I think it's, it's quite a – I think a lot of men uh, – I'm not going to – I did it before uh, with a young lady, and it was – it actually was a little tighter than her vagina. Mm-hmm. So it was like okay, but even in that, there has to you can't stick one in and then stick it back somewhere else. You have to be clean with it. Yeah, I yes, must yes. say that. Yes, that's a preparation <laughs> type of sex. That's a preparation type of sex. You don't just up and I'm gonna I'm get that dude. Mm-mm, you can't do that. You have to get ready for that type of sex. Uh, Keep two and Queen. Did y'all have any anything else to say about the dude before we go to the size? Because I need to get to the size of these boats. Well, I'm I'm a I'm gonna say one part about this. Oh yes, you do have to prepare, and size does matter. Because if a guy is too big for my vagina, I need to take it down my throat or up my ass. And mm. there are men that are just that big, I, and I, I take it in my throat and my ass. That's <laughs> wait a minute, where it's gotta go. Wait, you, ain't, wait, you ain't about wait, to shift wait. my you ain't about to shift my cervix and give I, me a I bladder infection. <laughs> So if it's really big, you can take it in the ass versus the vagina? Yes, because your ass tract is a lot. 
it, it, it's used to stuff that's a little too big coming out of it, just like your vagina, but it's meant to do that. You All you got to do is just, yeah, your ass is meant for it too. I'm not, I don't have no religious connection to my ass to where I feel like it's disrespectful toward God. So mm-hmm. I can <laughs> definitely say use an enema and okay. clean that shit out and let mm-hmm. him get up in there. Asian women do it all the time. Mm-hmm. So Look, I, 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 yeah. Huh? I was gonna say I'm gonna let you finish. I'm oh, not gonna cut Kanye West's shoes, but I, I was, yeah. I'm gonna let you finish before I say what I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, Asian women do it all the time. You clean it out and you let them up in there because sometimes there are men out there that never stop growing. Their their penis never stops, and it's like they're huge. They'll be. I I was engaged to a man that was almost twelve inches. Now, you notice I use the term engaged. So uh, he gave me a bladder infection just by, he tipped my, I didn't know someone could bruise your bladder. And I was working crazy for about four days, ended up in the ER. And the white girl, she just thought it was the fun. The nurse thought it was the funniest thing. She says, honey, that's normal. I'm like, how many black men have you fucked that was big? And she let me know, you need, you should have took that up your ass. I did take it up my ass after I realized that he, he, Something was wrong in my side, but I had mm. I literally decided not to marry this man because of the size of his penis. Whoa, oh, that's not normal. Well, <laughs> you know what? But then when I but when I gave him head, he said it was too stimulating. He said it was too much going on. Like he couldn't he couldn't help it. It was like he would nut too fast. So right. uh, it was a lesson. Learned. And I was well grown. I was like thirty six. I mean, I'm a, I'm an overgrown woman. I'm well. I'm you know. So at that, let me say this: size definitely makes a difference for women who like a big dick. They need a big dick. Some women don't want a big right. dick. They like a little right. bitty one because they they are they are, they're, they're very clitoral. But mm-hmm. I'm very oral. I'm very mm-hmm. anal. So I want mm-hmm. something that's big to just make me gag on. I want you to hurt me. That's my problem. I want the pain. <laughs> Bring the pain. Because okay. if I don't have no pain, I don't have no pleasure. See, okay, now I'm going I'm I'm to come in. Hit, hit, hit me in my nose, stick it in my ear, you know, Look, hit me in my eye. Drinking. What you was drinking on, girl? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how I am. I, I like to be slapped with it. If it's not big enough to slap me with it, I don't want it. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this because I talked to some of my other, my seasoned friends about this anal thing. Now, my thing with sex is I'll try anything three times. Now, not the scatting, not the pissing, not the vomiting. I don't do that kind of shit because that's, that's, my stomach is weak. I'll throw up. Okay, so I can't do nasty, disgust. I'm gonna say disgusting because I know my my friend and that we're doing the thread with. We're talking about the term nasty, and nasty is. For anybody else that might be a little confused about the term nasty, like when we say nasty, that's a slang term, but that, that's a good mm-hmm. thing. When we say nasty, mm-hmm. or when we say that mm-hmm. shit is sick, that shit is ill. That's 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 a good thing. But when we say that's disgusting, like no, 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 I'm gonna throw up. Don't do that because that's not cute. Um, I I'll try anything three times. So I tried the anal thing. Um. Mm-hmm. And I talked to one of my friends because she loved it. She was like, oh, my God, it's so good, blah, 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 all this shit. I'm like, no, I tried it, and it literally felt like somebody punched me in my ass, and it hurt so bad it brought me to tears. I couldn't do it. And I, I have done it with a smaller penis. And once mm-hmm. he gets in, she was like, once once you feel that pop, 
then it's okay. And I'm like, bitch, I don't want my asshole to pop. That's not normal. <laughs> but it did. Like, it literally felt like a pop. And it hurt so bad. But he was already in, so I was like, okay, might as well lay here and do it. She's like, try it on your side. Use this yeah. and that. And it'll help. No, nothing helped. I tried it three times, and nothing helped. But he had Girl. a small penis, so once he Fire got in, he was friend. already in. So I could lay there. Fire your friend, because ain't nothing supposed <laughs> to pop. Like, if you hear pop, you call the ambulance. You call the ambulance <laughs> because nothing is supposed to pop. It is supposed to actually, if you, first of all, look, I'm, I'm an anal expert. Listen, give y'all this little bit of information. I did a study on it, and let me tell you how it go. You are supposed to control that sexual experience. That is totally feminine. I can't. Uh, you well if you if you can't you got to stop you cannot let right. him take the lead on that you cannot let yeah. him take the lead look on I tried that. to I tried to control it as much as I could but it mm-hmm. it, it wasn't a pop like you didn't hear a pop but it was mm-hmm. like but somebody felt- punched me through my asshole and I felt <laughs> it and it hurt so bad but you once didn't have no lube did y'all have lube or vaseline look girl we had all the lube in the world. But it, mm. you know what? It was me because mentally, I'm, and I wanted to say this right. before while we were talking about it. When I have mm. sex, I slip off into, because I like doing a tantra and stuff, so I will slip off into a meditative state, and I will be mm. so in a zone. It's like euphoric, and I will bust about ten times. And mm. people think I'm lying when I say that, but I really will. Like, I can make my own self. Like, I, I have never had bad sex because I control it. Who say I've had bad sex? I'm like, how the hell you have bad sex? Because I will get on that thing and ride that bitch to glory, okay? So I don't have bad sex. But that there, okay, I couldn't even, I, was, I would go into my meditative state, but then that pop just did something to my soul, and it brought me back. <laughs> Yeah, I'm one of those girlfriends. 
Right. I'm one of those girlfriends that I will hump you. Like, if you're bent over brushing your teeth and stuff, I'll come up and, and hump you real quick. I'll do it in a grocery store because I like, cause I'm, I'm goofy as hell. So I'll do shit like that. Get away from my asshole. Don't touch my butt. But it's like, I'm not going to stick anything in your ass unless you ask me to. But right. they're, they're homophobic. They don't like you touching their butt area at all. Mm. Not the cheek, nothing. So, mm. you know, that's the issue with that. But that's a whole nother segment of the show. <laughs> but I just wanted to get that out there. That one, nope, I don't like that because that pops. Uh-huh. It does something to my spirit. But I, but usually I'm in the medicine state. Like, what is Girl, that? Girl, let me tell you about this pop. <laughs> but I'm because telling I'm, you, um, that pop should not be happy. I think you're what it is is she's tense, and, and yeah, she's I'm, got I'm and, and it's I a can't relax. it's a it's a muscular area. Your buttocks and all of that is anyway. It is. You you talking about relaxing in a meditative state. If you're truly relaxed, you would be able to receive him the same way you do into your vagina. But it takes you being uh-huh. comfortable. It takes you right. being comfortable at the same rate as you are with him being vaginal with you. Ten nineteen. Right. What you what what your dude do? What you, what your dude do? Ten nineteen. Oh yeah. I- I was talking on the post about uh, my cervix is tilted and it's posterior. So, high five. <laughs> Actually, today I was at the doctor's office and she was giving me some different positions to try and um, to use a wedge pillow. Um, and I was like, no, 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 that gives him more access. And she was right, like, girl. yeah, but it is. <laughs> Yes, exactly. That's what my thought was. I was like, no, it already hurts. <laughs> We're not going to use a pillow. That's going to hurt even more. And she was like, no, it'll help. It'll, it'll be more comfortable for the both of you. But, yeah, I'm still a little nervous about that wedge pillow thing. But um, what we were saying or what was being said about our men growing up being socialized into thinking that things are nasty, you shouldn't try different things, you shouldn't experience these different things, not having a healthy um, ex- sexual experiences growing up. Um, mm-hmm. I have three boys. I've done my best to talk to them about sex and, you know, how to be men and how it's okay to, you know, experience different things as long as the both of you are willing to experience those things. You know, don't go out trying to do anything crazy with a girl that, and that's not what she want to do, you know, whatever. But um, we've got to change the mindset in order for our men to be more comfortable with pleasing us. And mm-hmm. Tantra, yeah. yes, it's everything. So mm-hmm. if you have a man that's into you know that, what? let him try that on you. Mm. And you know what? And I'm going to say this for all the mothers that are on the phone. Um, we have to change the way we talk to our children about sex and about their body. Because mm-hmm. I know my mother, she never talked to me about it mm-hmm. prior to me being molested. So mm-hmm. when that person was molesting me and telling me not to tell, then I felt like I couldn't talk about it. So Mm -hmm. for me, like with my three, I always tell them that's your sacred place. That's your special place. So you Mm -hmm. don't allow anybody to touch that unless you want them to touch that. And that's usually when you're grown and older. Right now, no one is allowed to touch you there except if it's me and you're smaller and I'm giving you a bath or something's Mm -hmm. wrong down there. But any other time, you don't let anybody mess with that place unless you tell them that it is okay. And if somebody tells mm-hmm. you don't tell your mom, that usually means to go tell your mom immediately. 
So mm-hmm. we have to change the way we tell our we educate our kids on their body because when we tell them that's nasty, you don't touch that, you don't let anybody touch you there, then that sticks with them into as they're growing. So they always mm-hmm. in their mind they're thinking that's nasty, don't touch me there. So that's why they develop that insecurity about their body and they don't want anybody looking there. And when they're grown and they're with somebody in a relationship, they want to do it with the lights off. They want to do it with a big old T-shirt on. They don't want you looking. Don't touch that mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. It's an insecurity, and that's why a lot of them can't have an orgasm because they're so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And, that's, you, and mm-hmm. that goes into the chakras being um, blocked or clogged mm-hmm. or shut down because they're mm-hmm. so uncomfortable with themselves. So you can't allow somebody else to get comfortable with you if you're mm-hmm. already not comfortable with yourself. It's a mental thing. Mm-hmm. Now I know we've been girl. We even talked about ooh Lord. We even talked about everything. We did say sex matter, and y'all must know some Zulu horse bread field hand men. I mean y'all act like y'all. Everybody is just hung down low, like y'all screaming and popping and all this other kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know any women, and, and, and this is just the truth. I talk to women all day long, every day. I do the show. I counsel with people. I've never heard a woman say it's okay to have a, a, a small penis. I've never heard that. I've never heard, oh, it just, you know, I've heard people say it and then wink at the end. Time. It's just the, it's the way he worked with what he got. Oh, that's a damn lie. That's a lie. Like to, I, I think it's a lie. And, and, of course, a man cannot help what he is, what he has. Now, there are some real medical conditions. Some men absolutely just don't know that they have it because they refuse to look at everybody else's penis and say, you know, my penis is still about seven months old, and his is really big. You know, they don't look at each other like that. But women do. Like women. Women know really early when there's something different with their bodies, and we talk about it. Like, first of all, we have breasts, and um, we get our periods. And that's one of the things that a lot of girls, when we're really young, we talk about, oh, you're wearing this size. Yeah, I'm wearing this size. You got your period yet? As a matter of fact, my 10-year-old daughter is waiting. Like, she thinks it's going to be glorious. I'm trying to tell her this is, like, (laughs) this is some serious stuff. This is really serious when this happens, you know, and we talk about sex really openly because I don't want you to be shocked about it, but guys have sex so much earlier than we do, but they don't even know when they don't have enough penis. Now, ladies, do you tell the guys just to save them that, you know, that they doing it when you know that's a little bit of pee-pee? No, I tell them to go kill themselves and lose my number. Oh, no, I do, I do, I do. Like, what is the purpose of life? You, you have, you have no penis, and I know it's not their fault, but I'm gonna need whoever lied to them before they got to me to to hand them an apology and told them I'm sorry, I shouldn't have lied to you because one day you're gonna walk up on somebody that's gonna be real truthful, and she will have right. no care in the world about your feelings, and I'm her. Right. Right. I'm gonna need yeah. you to know. I'm gonna need you to know. I don't need you to walk around with high self esteem when it comes to a matter like that. He needs to go mm-hmm. on and get a dick, a dick extender. They have them. They are very real. Mm-hmm. There's a man who suffers from impotence or erectile dysfunction. They put mm-hmm. it onto their their penis and elongates mm-hmm. them and and helps them keep have a false erection to please mm-hmm. their partner. So it's basically like a dildo, for, you know, a, a strap on. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna need him to know the truth about himself. I, I'm I was with a guy that was. Beautiful on the outside, beautiful career. His mother wanted us to get together. Our children got along. Beautiful, beautiful man. And his mm-hmm. penis was the size of a mini carrot. Yeah. 
I thought maybe it was just the fact that he was a little nervous and it just didn't grow enough. And so yeah. I attempted to suck on it a second time, you know, and um, realized it didn't have any more growth. I felt like I was supposed to be flossing my teeth. So I oh told him, I said, look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be able to do this. I need you to just leave. Never, never speak to me again. And he really mm. didn't understand that I was insulting him. He still associates with me to this day. Mm. <laughs> I and told then, him to just leave, just oh. put his clothes back on and just leave. Mm. Oh, yeah. And, and see, some men try to do the reverse on women um, and say, oh, you just lose. your stuff just too, yeah, your stuff is just too loose. And, you know, I had two C-sections, so I never gave vaginal birth. But women who have vaginal birth, they do change, but that is still contractual tissues. If everything is connected back to where it's way supposed band. to be, it is. It's, it's a rubber band. band. And, um, and unfortunately, y'all, y'all get a little... You get what you get, and I'm not, I, I, you know, I think that there is some truth to the really, really tall, slender men having a nice package, but there's also some truth to the really, really short men that are kind of wide having a nice package as well, but you can't grade it sometimes, and some of these men walk around with whistles, I mean, like little straws, and and I, I and somebody need to tell them and tell them in a way that it's not you know hurt because I think you can snatch a man's ego straight out of his soul and he'll never be the same over right. that one woman. He can have sex with thousands of other women, but he'll never forget that girl that says, "You know what? You had a baby carrot. You had a baby <laughs> carrot." P-P. You know, what? I think it's, I think it's the ones that are super fine, like they are just gorgeous mm-hmm. and. A woman is so in love with his outside that she can't mm-hmm. bring herself to tell him, "Look, you got a baby carrot." Um, I've, I've experienced that, but I didn't tell mm-hmm. him that. Oh, was big. I did not face with him. I, you know, I tried different positions mm-hmm. to where, but you know, look, you know, we use the yoni eggs and our coochie muscles are on fleek, so we know mm-hmm. how to grip that thing. I haven't had a mm-hmm. baby carrot. I've had a, a miniature, bite-sized, fun-sized Snickers. <laughs> And I could kind of grip it a little bit to where he would get his, but I didn't get mine because I was so focused on keeping those muscles tight that I was like, oh, my God, this is a waste of time. Um, uh, uh, if I, I, I can't. Uh, 0470, Mr. Firemouth, he is begging to get back on about this size. <laughs> Okay, and, 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 yeah, I, and I, I was, you know, I was gonna go to him anyway because I'm gonna tell you, a lot of men uh, think that they are blessed, and I think you need to have a woman to say yes or no. And I, I'm not trying to demean you or whatever, but just like a woman gonna always say, I got that fire, but I would wait for the audience that's been to my uh, arena to tell me, yeah, you got some good stuff. Like that's that's what I would. Think. What, what you had to say right. about head? I think five right. just send me a picture so I could judge this, and I'll. <laughs> 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 well, you know, actually, um, I, I'm very modest, and um, and I think that comes from you know watching so much porn because these porn stars take these pills and things like such. What uh, what the key mm-hmm. to? Mm-hmm. What she talked yeah. about. So, you know, you seeing guys with 10 inch, 12 inch, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, well, damn, what the fuck I'm working mm-hmm. with? So, mm-hmm. in every relationship that I went into, it was, I was real modest. Like, you know, I'm my height 
And so when I, you know, when the time come and we haven't, you know, pull it out, and she's like, nah, you look more than I. I'm like, what you talking oh. about? You know what I'm I need to see it. Low. I need to see it. So, so, and as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, I need fact, to see it. Check it out. As a matter of fact, I was with this, this this young lady and she pulled out the tape measure. Like, this is just recently, and I'm like. Okay, because she's like, well, how big is it? You know, I'm like, I don't know. I ain't never measured it. So you she have put never the tape measure on it. No, I never measured it. But she put no, it just like a real, a real professional tape. Like, I know the, the, the what they kind of boom kind. This is the kind of like the tailor shoes. So when she put the tape <laughs> on it, it came out to 7'7". Seven, seven. And I'm like, okay. Oh, you know, that's a cool. good number. So, you know, what I, about the width? Never, look, 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 look. Seven, Don't seven. gas him up. What does the width look like? Seven, seven. I'm seven what inches is the, uh, long and seven inches girth. Seven inches long, seven inches girth. Wait, hmm? you ain't no seven inches wide now. No, look at how wide it is. That's how long it is. Girth, girth. When she wrapped the tape measure around it, it was seven inches around. No, okay, so let, let me see. That could be some centimeters like involved. Is it, is it like a Chico stick <laughs> around, or is it like a <laughs> snicker bar? Well, you know, actually, <laughs> oh, I mean, no. it's seven, it's seven, seven, and I got a mean hook, and I thought this was common. Like I thought, is your hook low? Uh, is, it, is it to? Is it up in the air? Or is it going towards your leg? Which which direction is your look? To, in your hook to the left, to the right, <laughs> up or down? <laughs> It hooks to the right and upward. So, like, that's something, like, I don't know, I guess that was my little secret thing that makes women really get off, but I know how to make a, a woman squirt whenever she, whenever she. He's got a little cap, though. Who are asking this man, what is his dick looking like? My goodness. <laughs> we gonna gonna get this I know we gotta put him, <laughs> Oh, my God. We're going to put him back on hold because I'm getting excited, and I want to see if anybody else is excited. <laughs> I, I, I'm what? very excited because I think he should send me a picture and then I will let y'all know yes or yeah. no. And we'll I'm not even going to reveal who he is, but I just want to see a... what it looks like and I'll let you yeah. know if it's really yeah. fire or not. Right. We all take a confidentiality clause on this show. We If we going to share some, we got to share with the with the women on the show. This is the woman's show and we trying to educate each other on what the right hook look like versus the left hook. Forty nine twenty nine. Do you hear? Do you hear me? <laughs> yes, ma'am. 49. I hear you. Okay. How about them hooks? Do you prefer a hook, a straight hook, oh, or, or what? Because um, you know, men think that they're doing something. They be saying, "I got twelve inches." Well, what what it look like? Is it curved to the side? Is it gonna get over to that side? What is it gonna do? What what you like? Okay. Well, I, I'm speaking from experience because uh, my husband has a hook. And right. he knows how to work it. He right. knows how to work hey, it. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the hook is much better for women because of the G spots, and I think it's a C spot, and it's another spot that are usually on the corners near the ovarian areas of your, you know, walls. So a straight shooter ain't bad. It ain't bad. Now, do you no, prefer it ain't bad. a do you prefer prefer length or girth? Me, I prefer I prefer length. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he got that hook, girl. He got that hook. <laughs> See, that hook is uh, tricky. That hook is tricky. 
and he ain't got to be real girthy because he got that hook. See, That's right. Amen. Mm-hmm. Men don't know that. Let's see what somebody else has to say. Well, you, you got a, a Look here. Look here, y'all. My baby daddy done. Oh, my God. My baby daddy on the phone. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, Lord. And let's see. We're going to have a love connection. 8286, do you have a hook? Oh, my God. Hold on. Straight? I just got a picture from, from Firehead. That was 8286. Yeah, what's that? I'm straight. I'm straight. You got straight. Okay, so is it like straight. a Chico stick or is it like a is it like a like a, a mound or is it like one of them double king size snicker bars? There you go, it's like a double size snicker bar. Mm. Okay. And, right. uh, he said a snicker bar, you know I like <laughs> He said snicker. Oh my God. He did. He said, "This is Are you there? Can you hear me? I hear you laughing. It's okay. Ninety-nine eighty-five. Are you there? Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Come on, just say hello. Just say hello. Ninety-nine eighty-five. Just ain't gonna do it. Okay. I, I just wanted to say." You know, and I'm, you know, Mr. Lawrence, I hate to do this to you, but you're on the line, and we're getting close to the end of the show. I need to know if you hook to the right, to the left, straight down. <laughs> if you just straight. What, what you Does got? Does it hang low? You, Can you hang it low? <laughs> Mr. Lawrence. Come on, Mr. Lawrence. Well, okay, I'm, uh, that's... We're not going to talk about it. We don't have to. <laughs> Yeah, we're not gonna talk about it. That's private. But why not? But tell us this: Don't men know? Don't men know? Do do they secretly compare themselves to other men? I mean, you. I don't think that it's something that you. I mean, I mean, because that's yeah. We 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 get our sense of identity from there, and so a a great deal of our identity from there. So you feel like you're smaller or bigger. And compared to someone else, you're gonna it's gonna affect your ego, it's gonna affect your self confidence when you perform sexually. So mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so some men some men do compare themselves, especially if you've seen porn you've seen porn. You've seen porn, you're gonna like, Okay, why am I not as big as him or why I am big as him or things like that. So there is mm-hmm. a comparison that goes in. It may not be consciously, but subconsciously they are doing that. But y'all know what? We keep saying porn. Porn is cinema, y'all. It's not real. I mean, there there are some parts of porn where it's more realistic than not. But the thing is, when you know that there is a uh, a video and that there is a potential audience, you're going to do some things that you may naturally not do. Okay, so let's just get that out there. There are some unrealistic things that I think are introduced in porn that become an expectation in relationships or in just your sexual experience. And I don't think that it's healthy. That's just me. I'm just going to say it. And that is multisexing. And while I say multisexing, I mean having more than two people in the bed at the same time. When people have threesomes or have group sex, I think you start to open Pandora's box and it becomes a very volatile situation. Kitu, what do you have to say about that? About threesome, foursome, orgies. Yes. Everyone has to be very uh, mature and clear boundaries have to be made. 
uh, everyone has to be aware of the vulnerabilities that can occur with that. Threesomes and foursomes can be very productive. You can have a long-term successful relationship doing that, but everyone has to respect boundaries and mm -hmm. understand and be in touch with their emotions because mm -hmm. you, there is a potential for someone becoming infatuated with the person that has a contractual agreement with mm -hmm. the other person, uh, mm -hmm. such as marriage or just a verbal contract that we will be with each other and you will not be with another partner unless I'm aware of it or unless I am present. There, it, it really takes, uh, culturally, it, it takes an understanding. You have to kind of grow into that. I don't have a problem with that, but I have lost relationships behind men who did not want me to share them. Mm -hmm. um, and it didn't mean I didn't love them, because trust me, oh, I, I, I adored them. But I am of the understanding, this is my belief, if I love them, why mm -hmm. can't anyone else love them? So I don't have a problem right. with, I don't have a problem with another man, um, my man, excuse me, being loved by another woman. I have had those problems with him. He would rather cheat and be and do it in secret than have me aware of it and be accepting Ooh. of it. And I have no understanding of that understanding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so well. we, we're in a warped society. I mean, if I if I make it available to you. And, and and I'm very comfortable with myself, and you're comfortable with yourself, then what's the, what is the need for having secrets? I am very comfortable with threesomes, foursomes, and even orgies with people that I am bonded with, people that I trust. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't do soul, it in the realm of strangers. Do you believe in soul ties? I've, I've found yes, that I people do. who believe in... Yes. Really? Really? I believe in okay. that energy, yeah. Okay. Because I've, I've, I've had talks with people who believe in soul ties who refuse because of that belief to participate in anything like that because of the length of time it takes for you to break it, especially if it's an enjoyable, you know, situation or, or experience. I believe, so, I, believe in, um, I believe in soul ties when you leave yourself vulnerable. And I mm -hmm. also believe in the fact that you can leave yourself very secure and guarded, that you right. can leave yourself aware of what you can control. But if people, there's, there's different ways of believing in soul ties. I believe in a soul tie when you, you're bonded with someone who is your true soul mate and mm -hmm. you have to do a ritual, um, you know, uh, psychologically to break that mental bond. So you mm -hmm. can literally enter into someone else's dreams and feel their orgasms with the, new, with the next partner. That's a soul mm -hmm. tie. Mm -hmm. So now, there are I mean, things we, that you have to do. Yeah. Now we've talked I do about believe about all do like that. We've talked about biology, we've talked about physicality, and soul ties goes into the spirituality of a sexual event. And I would dare to say that more so women than men feel that there is some type of spiritual connectivity, even if it's one-night standish. Now, I know, Ashley, before when we were going to have a show a while back, you said that absolutely no, I can turn that off. It ain't got nothing to do with me having to be, you know, connected to someone spiritually. I would say overwhelmingly, though, most women feel the opposite of that. How do you I have you to clarify have, now. Yeah, how do you have a good sexual experience if you don't connect by spirit? I have to clarify that now because I don't want people to think that I'm just a little whole just fucking all these people. No, you're okay. not. So, so what I tell women when they are when women tell me that there's no way to have a one night stand or to have sex with somebody and not 
be connected to them and not feel like, okay, I have to be with him. Mm-hmm. When you start doing that boyfriend, girlfriend type shit, like that texting and talking to them all the time and being their friend, then you're going to be emotionally attached to them. It's inevitable. If it's somebody, if this is a person that you're just physically attracted to, it's not somebody that you talk to on a day-to-day basis, that you have constant communication with, then it is possible. Because y'all are not that close. Y'all are not friends. It's just the physical attraction at that point. So I, you can have sex with that person. And t- look, when we're done, go give me that we're warm done. towel. Or like my mm-hmm. friend, like my sister Natasha say, don't be the last one out the bed. <laughs> go get that warm towel. Wipe off. Clean yourself up and leave. There's no good morning text. It's it's not a friendship because y'all are not friends because you don't want to be emotionally attached. Now, that is ideal for the businesswoman, for that woman that does not have time for a relationship, that does not want to get caught up in that emotional aspect of having sex. She just wants to get her rocks off and continue on with her day-to-day life until she's ready for that commitment in that relationship. But if you're looking for a relationship, if you're – because a lot of us, a lot of females, you know, we grow up Disney, Disney, which is number one, growing up as mm-hmm. little girls, we expect to be swept off our feet and fall in love and meet our Mr. Perfect and all that. So it's deeply rooted in us to want to be loved and want to be in a relationship and do all that lovey-dovey shit. So it's mm-hmm. hard for most women to just have sex and then chunk deuce and leave and catch ghosts. So when if that's your state of mind where you want love deep down inside, no matter how hard you try to be, no matter how I'm an independent woman, I don't need no man, deep down inside you really, really want to be in a relationship and you want to be loved, that I don't I don't suggest doing that for you. But if you're the type that you know what it is and you're in tune with yourself and you know that right now in our, a relationship is not ideal for me, I don't want to do this, then it is possible. But it you sometimes you have to hurt a man's feeling and say, look, don't text me. We, me and you, we're not, that's not what this is. But you have to make that known up front so that there's no confusion and there's no hurt egos. But it has to be something that's established early on. Mm-hmm. Does you that see? make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. I just see that with, everything a woman is made out of and everything that a woman is programmed to associate with just in just being feminine, uh, just within being the nurturer, and just with what she's made out of as woman, it's going to be difficult for any woman, especially if the, I mean, I think you can go into it and say this is what this is going to be. But if it happens to be the bum sex, it happens to be that man with the fire head with the hook to the left, and he knows how <laughs> to communicate, you know what I'm saying, and he knows how to communicate to you, the natural response to a woman would be to want to clench down on that and say, ooh, maybe this is not supposed to just be this. Okay. And- I was going to mm-hmm. say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I had a fuck buddy like that, like the sex was so bomb, like he was perfect sexually, but he mm-hmm. understood, and I did have to hurt his feelings a few times because afterwards he'd be like, I'm trying to lay here, no, you can't take a nap, you need to go home, because I don't mm-hmm. want to be drawn to you like that, but that's what I'm saying, you have to know 
up front that that is what you're doing. Because if you're mm-hmm. still, you have that underlying um, desire to be in a relationship and to fall in love, then it's not going to work for you. But you have to mm-hmm. know for a fact that that's not what you're about right now. And you can have mm-hmm. bomb sex. And that's when you enter my new word. It's my word. I'm going to don't steal my shit. But it's a fluctuation mm-hmm. where y'all are in a relationship, but it's just fucking. It's just fucking. It's not. Y'all are not in love with each other. But when it's time, when you need some or he needs some, y'all can call on each other, do the do, and part ways. Mm-hmm. And it's exclusive. It's a committed fluctuation. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's not. It's not that laying down and cuddling and let's talk about life and talk about our goals and our plans to take over the world one day. It's strictly we're going to have this bomb-ass sex, and then you're going to leave afterwards. Mm-hmm. And we're going to call each other only when it's time to do the do. And I, I think diff- it's different. Um, everyone does it differently because there are people that, that can do it for years with one another. They're called swingers as right. couples. And they're 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 absolutely fine, but they stay within that same circle of people that they have intercourse with. Uh, and I know I have relationships like that where we are friends, we do share our hopes, our dreams, our kids know mm-hmm. each other, and mm-hmm. uh, we we cuddle, we kiss, it's understood. But where we know that that's where our relationship will end. Like we wouldn't try to be monogamous toward one another, mm-hmm. right? So um, you know, but we're all we're all friends. And their girlfriends understand the relationship that I have with their man. I don't need, now. That's a special girlfriend, or she got real Wait, 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 wait. Ooh, Lord. Okay, I'm. I'm yeah. I hear you. I hear you. But it's just. Oh, it's just hard for me to understand how. Especially, I keep saying a little disclaimer. Especially when it's real good. I don't want to share that. I don't like to even share bus. Well, and they got good sex, but I just think it's where I am mentally in life. Is that okay. I just don't, I don't, I personally don't want to be monogamous. Okay. And in my okay. mind, if your sex is good, I don't, I still don't have to be committed to you because I know if your sex is good, I'll find me another one that got some good sex. And I do. So it doesn't okay. bother me that his sex is good and his sex is good. It, it it's just it's okay. I feel that it's enough good sex in the world for for me to to just have everybody. I just want to taste everything. It, it's just a, think, it's just all you can eat platter. Do you do you do you think that it's coming to that type of mindset as a necessity for women to find their happy? Because a lot of women cannot or 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 admit to not being able to find monogamous happy sexually healthy relationships, do you think that that should be a consideration for women to have? Um, I think you happy- can. I mean, I, I've been in a, you know, I've been married and divorced. And mm-hmm. uh, I believe, because I've seen relationships last that way, where both partners are allowed to engage in activity outside of their, their matrimony. But it's with the understanding that both partners will be aware of it. So I, I really think think it depends on that person's psychology because you really have to be grounded and centered in yourself mm-hmm. and not be so concerned about what the other person does, but more concerned about how you handle yourself. There, There's still respect there. There's still trust mm-hmm. there. You don't dishonor your partner in public. Even to those that I'm not married to, I wouldn't dishonor them in public. I just wouldn't mm-hmm. disrespect them like that. So when I'm with that person, I understand I'm with that person. And even though I may not be monogamous, I respect their presence and I, their presence, and I don't do anything that they would not allow me to do in their presence. 
Okay, uh, I think we had a caller on the phone who wanted to share a little bit because they have a friend, a set of friends who function in this way. I um, am friends with a couple that are poly. They um, believe in multiple loves, and they have the type of situation that you're speaking of. He has a girlfriend. She has multiple boyfriends, um, and it's worked for them. One of the conversations that we had recently is that they feel that one person cannot satisfy all their needs. Um, And so they've been married for 19 years, and they have a very strong marriage, but they've entered into these other relationships because it's something that they were needing and other people have been able to meet those needs for them and they're able to go back to their marriage and be successful, continue to be successful at it. Um, I I think you do have to have a certain mindset and you have to grow in order to be receiving of that type of relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I'm going to be a big girl and say I already know I'm going to fight. If somebody try to get my stuff, I'm going to just be upset. <laughs> and I'm a just, I, I just know me, and um, I was married uh, unhappily for, I would say, the latter four years of, of my marriage. I have two beautiful children from that marriage, and I'm excited to have had that experience, them being born with their father, and he's a really good guy. We were just not meant to be together, and he hopefully will make someone else extremely happy. But with regard to relationship now, I just know that I have so much need that I ain't got time to be waiting on him to come from over somebody else's house. I don't have time for me to wonder. <laughs> you know, I just I just know that about me, and I don't damn anybody who's at a different level of understanding and experience in their life. I just know for me, when I, the next one, the next one, it's just going to be ridiculous. Like, I'm about to just start <laughs> making me a little list of what I, my girlfriend says, dicks in the jaw. You just keep these guys that you really see potential in having great sex with, and then you build a relationship around it. And I got, like, five jaws, and they, them little jaws is about to grow mildew. I'm just really tired right now. I just want one to walk right up to me and say hi. I'm curved to the left. I'm seven and seven, and um, we gonna make this thing work. I really want to give this to you and nobody else. Like I hope that's not fantasizing, but I've learned so much tonight. And before we go, I just want to see if anybody else has anything else to say. Give everybody like two minutes zero four seven zero. Did you have anything to say to our queen and goddess tonight? Uh, actually, I enjoyed the uh, the whole show. Uh, very entertaining should I say, because um, it was entertaining and educational. Um, yeah, learned some things, taught some things. So overall, great show. Good, good, good. That's what we want to hear. That's why we're here. We're not here just to always poke fun, but I guarantee you with every every talk, any type of conversation where everybody's listening at points and then speaking at others, somebody's going to learn something. 4129, how about you? Learn anything? Maybe? No? Say hi, Lee. <laughs> 4129. 4129. I said it backwards. 4129. 
Learn anything, yes, no, maybe so. Okay, that would be a hang-up. No, didn't learn a damn thing. 99.85, are you there and can you hear me? I'm here. Okay, how did you how did you fare? Loved it. Very uh, informative. You guys' personality is great. I enjoyed it. Look forward to it. Good, good. I'm glad you enjoyed the show. Mr. L, I hope I did okay and I didn't divulge too much of my personal information. Did I? You did. You did. This is a wonderful show. It was excellent, excellent, excellent. And the, the guests you did an excellent job. This was a good show. Are Very inter- not beautiful. Aren't they beautiful? Yes, they, they are. are. So I'm, I'm, yes, they are. Talk. And have yes. you seen them? Oh yeah, look at have the pictures. I, I checked it out. I promise you. Baby, let me tell you, all my <laughs> friends is hot to death. I told you, all my friends is hot to death. So um, I'm not going to play with y'all trying to hit me up after the show. You see them. You see their name. You add them yourself. Okay. All right. Uh, 10-19, how did you fare through the show, sweetheart? I learned a, a lot of new stuff. Um, it was real interesting. I'm very thankful for being able to participate tonight. And guess what? These ladies are, I know for sure that Ashley is in the Texas area, so they have shows out there, and I know you're out there. You need to check them out because when they have their poetry events, it's something serious. You might need to bring an extra little pair of panties because you'd be moist when you get ready to leave. You'd be moist. Yeah, so things that are coming up next Wednesday. 7266, are you there? Yes, I'm here. And how did you fare? Did you learn from our queen and goddess tonight? Girl, I forgot I was seven two six six. I'm like, who is it? Um, I learned a lot. Okay. I have um, two questions, but I learned a lot. Can I ask them? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. How do you find out about the whole service thing? Like, how do you know what your service is, up, down, the side, or twisted and flipped and tossed and turned off? How do you know about it? Like, how do I find that out? Your My gynecologist will definitely be able to tell you. Your gynecologist. Because, yeah. mm-hmm. man, when they do my pep, they be all up in there. I'm like, look, what is you looking for, honey? It ain't, ain't there whatever you're looking for. <laughs> they'll, have it, they'll have it in the medical records, whether you're anterior or posterior. Okay. And my question about the home, when y'all was talking about doing the vagina with the whole humming thing, how do you do that? And I want to learn that one. Is dude still on the line? I want yeah, to let him talk. He sure is. <laughs> and I think I think need to master that for some people. <laughs> there can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, Mr. Hummer. Well, um, this this something that you really got to teach your man. It's 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 in the neck. Um, well, when you hum, it's almost like I'm straining and humming at the same time. When you strain, uh, your 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 head tends to vibrate. So if you constantly strain while humming, licking and sucking, uh, that creates vibrating and the um, the humming effect. So it's just it's total euphoria for the woman. So yeah, <clears throat> and I don't like to give out my secrets <laughs> like that. Cause I felt like I felt like I was the only man in America that know that that little trick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't never it's had to a whole bunch of females know that trick. 
Right. Or should we be hung? It's more than just a hum, though. I hum, but I also my whole head vibrates. That's the... Okay, Queen, uh, key to any information you want to give out about any upcoming events, anything like that? No, I'm I'm in San Antonio right now, so I'm just uh getting back getting back on it. I just do I do the head wrapping in the womb healing, and I'm I'm starting to take on male clients, but it I got to tell my those men, oh Lord, y'all got some energy that you store in your back that is unreal, wow. unreal. <laughs> I have had to use my knees to just open up a, a chakra. It just doesn't make any sense how much our men hold. I thought women were holding stuff in. Women, we we just gotta we just gotta cry. Men, we gotta pound you, literally in your lower back, and uh. And having sex is not is not enough. They really need to get in touch with themselves and really open up whatever it is that makes them uncomfortable sexually. They hold on to more trauma than we do. Right. So how can people get That's in contact with you, Kid Two, on uh, on social media? Um, I would say add me, but too many people on there on my list right now for F, uh, for Facebook. I'm only okay. doing private consultations, so I, I really, um, I'm really not taking on anyone through social media right now as far as hands-on work. So okay. um, mine is just like dealing with fashion and just um, and products and services that are dealing related to fashion. Okay. So well, I, I will... Okay. Well, uh, Goddess Ashley, we know you on social media, and I know you got the room on your ad. Uh, and what's going up with you here. and your troops? <laughs> I'm deleting people as we speak. I have a total of 194 pending requests, so I suggest them send me a, a message via inbox <laughs> first <laughs> so I can see. Um, but, yeah, they can add me that way. Um, like the page to Sweetbox Naturals. Um, oh, I did promise um, the show's coming up. Can I do that now? Yes, yes, uh-huh. Okay, so next Wednesday we have Kings of the Mic, which is um, on Wednesday at the Houston Improv. Um, there are tickets still available. Um, tomorrow, this Friday, we have the Mercury Experience, which is at Warehouse Live in the Green Room. It's at 8 p.m. It's a cultural event. It's for our people. It's going to be live music, poetry, art. We're going to have vendors there, so make sure you bring your money so that you can support these black businesses. Um, and the tickets are only $10. You can inbox me for those as well. Um, and then, yeah, just inbox me. What I'm going to try to do is go on the page and, like, post links to these different events and to these different organizations and pages that we have going on so that if anybody's interested in supporting, they can do so that way. But, of course, yeah, you can still inbox me. Um, any questions? Um, I do have a couple of phone calls to make after this um, to help unblock some of them chakras and get some orgasms going. So, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to so... be giving anybody any orgasms. I'm going to be telling them how to get them orgasms tonight okay. before the okay. night's over. Uh, <laughs> she said before the night is over, and you know how we do it here on the Empire. A short, 
quick show close, and then the Empress goes Empire. It's not a whole lot I can say because, baby, I'm Are you tired? Are you sick and tired? Are you just plain done? Well, that's where I am, and we're going to change things. Here on The Empire, we change by informing, organizing, and doing things that really make a difference. If you have an organization or a program that is for the betterment of the human experience, that's where we're going to start. To be a part of this movement, please contact me. I am the Empress Cooper on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or email me at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com. Or just hit me up on my website, www.TheEmpress.com, where the Empress speaks and the Empire listens. Listen, I know that change won't just happen overnight. But nobody's going to change this but us. Yes, nobody's going to change whether or not you're having an experience that is worthy of being repeated but you. Like, there's nobody else who can do some of these things but you, and I think you've been equipped with as much information as you need. Uh, What I'm going to have to do, because I am very much into uh, saving people's privacy. I'm going to delete this event, and it seems like we have a little bit of uh, chaos, a little bit going on about who can see what. But let me tell you, sex is just basic. Sex is basic. Biology, uh, the way that we're made, we're made to uh, have sex with other persons, and people are doing it sometimes just for the fact of doing it. But when it comes to enjoying the experience that you're having, you have to know what you're doing. You have to know what you're looking for. You have to know when you're doing something wrong, and you have to be able to tell your partner, partners, uh, and in other cases, just move on to someone who's absolutely not meeting you where your need is. Being a woman is different from being a young girl, and I think we can all admit to being at a point in our lives where we were just doing, and it had very little pleasure. Some of us have had uh, serious events that have happened to introduce us to the awareness of ourselves really, really early, but uh, in the flip side of that and to the bettering of that is once you know what your body is and once you know it's yours, you are capable of sharing yourself with another person at will and in an enjoyable fashion. But until you know your body, you can't. Like some people just have a horrible experience. They flip all the way to the other side and they don't want to do it at all or they do it so much to try to numb out and try to uh, X out that experience. While we've had a discussion in a candid way, in a funny way, but on a serious note, that this is your temple. This is your body. Women, this is your body, and it's capable of reproducing some of the necessary hormones and and, and chemicals necessary to to prepare yourself to be ready to have the experience of, of your life. I'm not talking about just a genitalia orgasm. I'm talking about a full body experience. I call it five point six where every part of your sense system is intact, from your eyes to your skin to your taste buds to your smell uh, and the feeling, every part of you should be absolutely ignited. And if you're not having at least two or three or four of these things engaging during this experience, you're missing out. You're just having some bland, basic sex. Now, we've been told you how to have good oral sex. 
We didn't told you how to please your man. We didn't told you that you need to know something for yourself. You can't depend on anybody else to tell you whether or not you need a Snicker bar or a Chico stick. That's going to be on you. You're not going to be able to cue anybody else in on helping you understand whether or not you're a clitoral orgasmic person or if it's anal for you. That's something you're going to have to learn for yourself. Spending some time with yourself, I ain't saying you got to be hunching on yourself all the time, but if you listen to your body, when, like my sister said, when she's in, a, in her sleep, think about the things that are bringing you to that point. Sometimes it's just the atmosphere of where your dream takes you. It's not the sexual experience itself. One of my other sisters said, for her, it's not even in what he's doing with his mouth. It's where he takes my mind. And then for some of us, it may be some tactile things. It may be some auditory things. But you got to know for yourself. And once you know, then you can help instruct your lover to be a better lover to you. Uh, my sister said she ain't never had no bad sex. Baby, I didn't have uh, a wash. I mean, you just don't even count it because, you know, I don't even know what happened. It's like amnesia. Um, no, we're not going to do that no more. And um, if we are, we're going to have to have a real heart-to-heart on what just happened. Like, we have to go back. You know, in any good play, even on the football field, they at least have them little plays with them little stick men and them X's and all this. So I need to know, I need you to know what had happened and so that that won't happen again because I'm really trying to engage with you in a way that is intimate, that is special, that I'm not going to be able to have with another person. The engagement that I have with you on all of my chakras and all of my senses will not ever be the same with a different human being. So if you want me to be with you, I'm going to need you to leave me with an experience that is unique, that is something different, and it's not for a little girl. It's for a grown woman. That's who I am. Talk to y'all later. Good night. Cause I'm